Welcome to the podcast of Redeemer Baptist Church of Panama. We hope that you enjoy the sermons and other audio provided by us. Feel free to share what you find here, and we hope that it will be beneficial to you as you seek to know and follow Christ. Ecclesiastes chapter 8. I'm just going to be honest. To start off with, I spent the whole week at boys camp. I spent the week at boys camp and uh, I did not have a minute to spare. There were always boys that were getting in trouble, usually from my cabin, <laughs> and I did not have a lot of time to study. Uh, yesterday, um, I went out to try to do a couple of jobs as well, so um, I've, uh, I've read my text I've read through a commentary about it, but I, this may be a little bit um, choppy. I don't know. Let's let's pray for God's uh, uh, pray for me tonight, and pray for for that God would illuminate and that uh, He would speak to us even even in my weakness. So, um, I'm going to go ahead and just uh, begin with the reading of our text. Uh, who is like the wise? And who knows the interpretation of a thing? A man's wisdom makes his face shine, and the hardness of his face is changed. I say, keep the king's command because of God's oath to him. Be not hasty to go from his presence. Do not take your stand in an evil cause, for he does whatever he pleases. For the word of the king is supreme, and who may say to him, what are you doing? Whoever keeps a command will know no evil thing, and the wise heart will know the proper time and the just way. For there is a time and a way for everything, although man's trouble lies heavy on him. For he does not know what he is to be, For who can tell him how it will be? No man has power to restrain, retain the spirit or power over the day of death. There is no discharge from war, nor will wickedness deliver those who are given to it. All this I observed while applying my heart to all that is, all that, that is done under the sun. When man had power over man to his hurt. Then I saw the wicked buried. They used to go in and out of the holy place and were praised in the city where they had done such things. This also is vanity, because the sentence against an evil deed is not executed speedily. The heart of the children of man is fully set to do evil. Though a sinner does evil a hundred times and prolongs his life, yet I know that it will be well with those who fear God because they fear before Him. But it will not be well with the wicked. Neither will he prolong his days like a shadow because he does not fear before God. There is vanity that takes place on earth that there are righteous people to whom it happens according to the deeds of the wicked. 
And there are wicked people to whom it happens according to the deeds of the righteous. I said, this also is vanity. And I commend joy for man. For man has nothing better under the sun than to eat and to drink and be joyful. For this will go with him in his toil through the days of his life that God is giving him under the sun. Then I applied my heart to know wisdom and to see the business that is done on earth, how neither day nor night do one's eyes see sleep. Then I saw all of the works of God that man cannot find out the work that is done under the sun. However much man may toil in seeking, he will not find it out. Even though a wise man claims to know, he cannot find it out. Let's pray. Father, I pray that you would give us wisdom tonight. I pray that you would help me as I preach your word. Give us eyes to see and ears to hear. As the end of the parable said, let him who has ears to hear, hear what the Spirit says. Father, I pray that you give me grace. And guide my words in Jesus' name. Amen. The preacher is again wrestling with what he sees as a grievous evil. What he sees as as there is injustice in the world. Um, I'm probably not going to hit on every topic that he deals with, but I want to focus in on, on this. This, uh, this idea which we talked a lot about even just last week. He's carrying on the same theme about how a, a wicked man may live to a ripe old age and a, a, a righteous man could die young. Um, it's a grievous evil to him and, and he says there's, man just cannot understand it. A wise man, no matter how wise you are, no matter how much you work at trying to figure this mystery out, he couldn't figure it out. And he said, no, you could not find that through wisdom. There's a reason for that. It's because the preacher of Ecclesiastes was in his position in all of redemptive history. He didn't know what was to come after him. Just like it says. A man can't find out what comes after him. He, he did not yet know of the cross. He did not, he, there were only glimpses yet at this time of, of any kind of hint that there would be life after this life. And as it appeared, as he looked at the world where, where he didn't know so much about a life after this one, and, and wicked were prospering, and the good were dying young, and he throws up his hands and, and just does not understand. Who can understand it? Nobody can understand it. If we look at this world from just this perspective, without, apart from looking at the cross and what the New Testament brings us, it is vain. It is empty. And, and we cannot find it out. 
The preacher acknowledges that God is the one who has set the times. He is the one who sets the moment of one's birth. He is the one who sets the moment of one's death. He trusts in that. And he can't figure out what God is doing in all of this mystery. Verse 11. Here's something that I think is should provoke us in this mystery that he considers. Because the sentence against evil, an evil deed, is not executed speedily, the heart of the children of man is fully set to do evil. And you think of that. I was on jury duty this week. Um, it was a civil trial. It wasn't a criminal trial. Um, but the event that took place that this case was about was in 2015. You've got... Four years ago now, you finally come to this trial. And, and justice had been delayed. And the preacher here is saying, because justice is delayed, men go and his, the heart is fully set to do evil. You can think of that in cases of, of, of maybe somebody who has killed someone and the trial is br- br- drawn out for years and years. And maybe they get a life sentence. The Bible tells us in Genesis chapter 9 that he who sheds man's blood by man shall his blood be shed. Romans tells us the, gover- the government... The authorities that God has set forth, uh, the the uh, the civil government has the power of the sword, and yet someone may be a person like Charles Manson, who killed many many people, brought people under his sway, and brought brought them along with him, and yet he was able to live a full life in prison, and justice was never served, and because of that. Because the, the, the day of justice is delayed, people look at that and think, I can get away with things. People look at that and think, well, the justice hasn't come quickly for that person. I can get away with this. And, and we may think also of, of uh, in, I think it's Second Peter, where... Um, Peter says, don't think the Lord is slow as some count slowness concerning His coming. He's coming one day. He's going to come and He's going to judge and He's going to separate the wheat from the tares. He's going to separate the goat from the sheep. And and Peter tells us, don't think the Lord's slow concerning His coming, but He is patient towards us. He is patient towards us, not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. God has His purposes, and so when it looks like justice is not being done, when it looks like, when even though Jesus has been here, He's come to the cross, He's died for our sins, and we can kind of wonder, well, He hasn't come back yet. It's been 2,000 years. Where is He? And it can begin to, to, to make people think, well, uh, you know, 
People are sinning and getting away with it. He's not coming anytime soon. I'm not so worried. And when justice is delayed, it can cause people to set their hearts toward sinning all the more because they think they can get away with it. And here the preacher, he understands, well, it looks like that. He doesn't know how it's going to happen. He doesn't know how God is going to work this all out in His sovereign plan, but he knows that God is good and that in some way, The, 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 the wicked will not get away with it. And the good will have their reward. The preacher wrestles with this. He struggles with this. And in his position, he did not know and he did not see what was coming. But we know. Jesus, God who became flesh, who stepped into the world, came and He revealed God. And although we still see through a glass darkly, we don't know all the answers to all the questions. And Romans doxology says, you know, who has known the mind of God? Oh, the depths of the riches of the wisdom of God. None of us can even begin to plumb the depths of His wisdom and how He has designed this creation and what He's doing. But we have a bit more of a glimpse than what the preacher had. Because we can see that in Jesus, the ultimate righteous person suffered at the hands of wicked men and was victorious. He rose from the dead. And those of us who believe on Jesus, though we were wicked, though we were once rebels, though we shook our fist at God, we have been forgiven. That displays the marvelous riches of His grace. How is it that we can understand when evil seems to prevail in this world? We have to go back to the cross. We have to remember, if God just got rid of all wickedness, He'd get rid of me. (laughs) And He'd get rid of you too. And we just trust that in God's unfathomable wisdom. He knows what He's doing. He is being patient towards us. He's giving us time to repent. He does that for the unbeliever. He gives them time so that they can perhaps repent and believe on Him. You know what? He does that for us as believers too. He gives us time. And while we have trusted in Christ, while our our destination is known because of what He has done for us in the sanctifying process, 
He is making us more and more every day into His image. And for whatever reason in His wisdom, He chooses not to do that in a blink of an eye whenever we raise from our graves and we meet Him in the air. He's choosing to do that through time and through our suffering and through our repentance every day as we come to Him. I think as we sum up the passage God is infinite in His wisdom. We don't understand. We can't know why things are the way they are and why it seems like there's injustice that takes place, but God knows what He's doing. And we are great recipients of grace as we look to Jesus. listening to this message from Redeemer Baptist Church in Panama. For more information, please visit us at RedeemerBaptistPanama.com or you can like us on Facebook.